0: podcast to show you who I am, uh, Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans, uh, please listen every day to the showcase, the opinions and knowledge that anyone can tell you, showing you how it is done, proving I am number one, what a legend becomes, this is now my time to show you that I am here, uh. this podcast just to make it loud and clear, uh, by the fans, uh, for the fans, uh, not many who's here can understand. Everything Pro Wrestling, if can never be you Listen to the podcast here for the people The best show that's here, so listen in Let the knowledge begin The opinion and the lesson, yes.
1: Folks, welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling Everything Pro Wrestling is a show By the fans, for the fans I am your host, Conrad Cushman Joined today by my co-host Derek. hey bang what's up what is going on everybody uh we have a very special episode of aew dynamite to talk about for august 5th 2020 first though i have to give some quick birthday shout outs uh birthday shout out to my twin brother and sister they know their names hopefully cam and nissa are in the chat checking this out live kill Uh, uh also shout out to butter DJ Dory I know so many birthdays my man Mike's birthday today lots of birthdays today so shout out to everybody if you end up happening to watch this video want to show some birthday love uh we've got a lot to talk about as far as this show goes so I think we need to waste no time and let's get right into the intro
0: Yes, everyday pro wrestling, they can never be you
1: Ah, yes, another glorious Wednesday to talk some AEW Dynamite uh, Big shout out to everybody who watches this live, I greatly appreciate you guys We record this live for the podcast if anybody is watching this after the fact so i appreciate you guys for being in here turning up with us every single wednesday um dynamite tonight bro got a lot of things to talk about uh let's give some shout outs real quick to the chat shout out to jocelyn first one in here sick in the house as well sick let me give you some credit, bro. Last time we saw the main event tonight of John Moxley versus Darby Allen, Sick coined the phrase "the ghost of Darby Allen." Did we see it again tonight? Stick around to find out. Shout out to my boy JPQ, big paws on a pup. I was actually thinking about you during the main event, JPQ. JPQ gave an excellent breakdown on why we watch with Mags this week, uh, talking about John Moxley in New Japan versus John Moxley in AEW. The difference in the tights, the difference in how he wrestles with the militant style in AEW. A lot of people never pick up on that, but JPQ will get them. Uh, no Lara, what is going on? Mr. Thirst33, what's happening, brother? Stick around and we'll talk about who won. The Ace is in the house. Connor is in the house. Uh, Josh Robinson, what's going on, Josh? Good to see you in here, Josh. Chris DeZuba in the house. I got to stop that right now. <laughs> Um but let's get into this AW Dynamite oh, show. wait,
2: wait, hold
1: on. Oh my man. Jesus Delion. What's going on Jesus? What's happening, brother? Uh we are going to talk all about aew dynamite uh run through the show if you guys are watching the show and you enjoy us please make sure you hit the subscribe button also if you come in here hit the like button let's try and get to at least 10 right now i see seven likes hopefully some people pick it up and we get into it a little bit and if you guys aren't getting the notifications for it hit the bell hit the bell that's all i can say hit it again Uh, I know YouTube has been acting up a little bit in the past couple weeks. Everyone's saying I'm not getting the notification that you guys are going live. Hit the bell again, and hopefully it works. Uh, If you guys have any issues, let me know, and I will contact YouTube support about that. But, Derek, let's talk about this six-on-six tag match. Now, you joined us a little bit late for uh, part of AEW, um, but we had a six-on-six tag match last week. I thought it was an incredible cluster. Thank goodness I'm monetized because you know what I was going to say. A uh, terrible cluster last week with that five on five tag match. This week, six on six, I thought it worked out better. Personally, um, I know you didn't come in, but what were your expectations going into this matchup?
2: Um, I was expecting the same kind of situation. I'm not big on these kinds of matches. Like when you have a six on six, five on five, four on four, three on three. I'm usually not with it because it just seems like it's just too much chaos and nobody knows where they need to be what moves they should be pulling off who's supposed to be at this spot who's supposed to be at this spot but you know it's one way shape or form somebody's going to pull it off and make it the way it needs to be I caught a couple highlights and this one was definitely better than what the last one was so I can't fault the match but i'm just not big on these on these matches
1: what's going on foul foul there was just a bunch of people i knew i gave him a birthday shout out there's certain days like august 5th may 24th i just know these dates because there's so many people i know with like the same birthdays it's uh wild uh let us see here we have connor devlin in the house as well what's going on Uh, Remember, folks, if you're watching from your phone, you have to turn notifications on in your settings. Thank you, Sick, for that. And Alfonso, what is happening? I'm glad that you were here. Uh, Jesus and Alfonso said the same thing. This match is a lot better than uh, last week. and Oh, it looks like we have the hacker from SmackDown. He says he's going to hack EPW. Hacker, I appreciate you joining us, brother. Thank you so much. You're an inaugural part of the show. Uh, Hopefully, you show up here more than the storyline on SmackDown, because who knows where that went, right? But uh, let us get into this. Doug, what's happening, dude? Um, Wait, hold
2: on. Who's this hacker kid? Hmm? Who's
1: the hacker? I don't know. He just showed up in the chat. That's fine. He can say whatever he wants. Uh, So let us get into this, Derek. So we have FTR, the AEW Tag Team Champions, Hangman Page, and uh, Kenny Omega, and they're teaming with their good buddies, the Young Bucks, versus the Dark Order. Now, a lot of people have felt like the Dark Order have kind of fell wayside. Um, Going into this last week, I felt that Mr. Brody Lee and his squad needed this victory. Uh, A lot of people were not taking them as serious, but I thought they made this match work better. Uh, It started with the first spot in the match that I can remember was the uh, big three-man suplex. They teased like a double-team one, then it turned into another person getting in there. Uh, The crowd popped for it, obviously, the people ringside. It worked out great for it. Um, They played into the match a knee injury with Dax Harwood, uh, Scott Dawson, for those who don't know. Uh, He always wears a knee brace when he wrestles. And he grabbed his knee and said, ah, my knee hurts. I think this was very wise in the match. It got a lot of clutter out of the way so that when you did start doing those um, fire-up tags and everything else, less people are around. And it made a lot more sense. Um, Casey Briggs is in the house. He said the Elite sucked in this match. They break all the rules. Hold on, though. I think this was much better than last week. You gotta call a spade a spade, bro. I, I... Like I said, let me get into this a little bit more. Um, so afterwards, FTR goes to the back. Paige leaves with them. These are the little inaugural details that people have to pay attention to. You have to look at when, uh Page is leaving to go check out on his friend's FTR okay why would he do that what about his tag partner the elite are the only ones left out there Matt Jackson takes a beating of his life throughout the rest of this by the dark order but uh, we get lots of near falls I think Uno and Grayson look great their tag team moves you
2: talked about that power bomb last week yeah, uh, that, that power bomb was sick like, yeah. I've never seen anything like that. And you know what, though? Just like um, with the match later on tonight with the Dark Order, the Dark Order has been like a sleeper team when it comes to putting out um, tag team tandem moves. Like, they, they've been on point with their moves, and they've been pretty flashy. Yeah, I dude, listen.
1: There was a reason why they've only lost one tag match in 2020. I like the team of Uno and Grayson. Now we get this whole breakdown and page ends up coming back out he pulls off some cowboy stuff he gets back on the apron and says tag me in i was surprised to see him come back out uh they make the big tag to him page is fired up Brody lee says i'm tagging in Brody lee is the legal man now in this and everything breaks down we've got people flying everywhere people are brawling things get crazy right uh so in the end, let's go, let's fast forward to the finish. Brody Lee has been destroyed. Like Young Buck, super kicked everybody. They're down. This is probably what Casey did not like about them being in the ring too long. Right. Um, so we have the setup. Hangman Page is set up to do his uh, what, what is it? The buckshot Buck lariat. Man, yeah. yep. We have Kenny Omega ready to set up for the V trigger from behind, and then we have the young to do a double super kick. So they're about to annihilate Mister Brody Lee with four on six but what i love and i didn't see this coming everybody from the dark order rose up and grabbed everybody's legs except for hangman page hangman page looked like whoa what just happened when he flips in and he gets caught with the roughest discus lariat clothesline he goes down brody lee gets the pen one two three
2: the dark order pick up a much needed victory here yeah um They've, they've been on, on the slide a little bit, but uh, this is definitely a, a good win for them. Uh, I know a lot of people have deviated away from the Dark Order, but you can't really fault them because of the situation at hand. You know and
1: you know what? No. they. I think they have to give them more victories, but here's the problem. I keep telling everybody this. Everybody can't win. When people lose, you can't be like, oh, they could book them better. Well, who's going to lose? Somebody's got to take the L's in these matches. Right. Uh, I get it. The Dark Order have a lot of people who are, uh They, they also kept advancing the storyline with Colt. Cole Cabana, as Jesus brought up, was a great part in all this. And shout out to B-Boy, Skyline, and uh, Broken. I see you guys in the chat as well. Um I don't get it here. So, Casey's going to elaborate on his thoughts here. He said, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy the match. It was fun. But why are the heels following the rules while the faces ignore them? Uh, I, I just think that there's a breakdown. The main issue with the tag matches are that people want to stay in the ring to do their tandem moves and everything else. Like I said, my plan is to one day just go back and watch, like, Ring of Honor matches and stuff. And I just want to see if people are following the tag rules in those as well or if this is just a thing that's new now. Like, oh, we're not doing all
2: that. Right. I want, I want to say it's a little bit of both. I want to say it's a little bit of both. Uh, maybe more so something new. I mean, because you it was kind of like that with uh back with um Lucha Underground, right? A little bit. Yeah, so I, I figured that, like, alright, well, they, they took the idea, probably trying to think, like, alright, this will add more excitement to the match if we do this. Not, right. not thinking because the, the crowd... We're the crowd who's used to how the tag team matches used to be. And now the new crowd is used to how the tag team matches are. Right. And I think that they want to speed it up. They're,
1: they don't want the slowdowns and everything else. I get it. And uh, Foul said Dark Order had a great showing tonight, actually. A uh, big win for them tonight. And great showing by uh, in the tag match later on. Yes. Foul brings up an excellent point. The Dark Order found a way to cut down some of those losses by getting a big win tonight against the elite and speaking of cuts have you guys tried out our sponsor manscape the lawnmower 3.0 oh, this thing is designed for growing grooming this thing has all of the elites that you want this thing has good grip comes in a nice package look at that firm hard to even get out of there now, you guys can buy one of these bad boys, use it wherever, shower, get the little light on it, you can hear the vibration. The lawnmower 3.0 is definitely well worth your time. And they've sent me some other pretty cool things the past few weeks. So if you guys have not seen any of these, you guys know, ball toner, ball deodorant, summertime essentials in my opinion. But we also have the foot deodorant, that foot duster, fellas, this is... Is key if you're walking around especially if you wear sandals get the crust off your feet make sure they're not stankin can't please. go around like that please and we even have a we even have some cologne here some refined cologne nice subtle just need a spritz or two and things look great they have uh, also things like this nice leather carrying pouch this thing is fantastic safe to go through TSA by the way uh, nail clipper, scissors, and everything else—all the essentials. Go to Manscape.com, use the promo code EPWSHOW. Show, get yourself twenty percent off and free delivery if you use the promo code EPWSHOW Show. Also on Powerslam.tv, you get one free month of independent wrestling. On your boys, so make sure you guys go to powerslam.tv, promo code EPW show. And I'm also going to take the time to shout out the sister site, Josh Burton's Everything College Basketball. They are getting ready for hoop season. They have a great Facebook group. Type in Everything College Basketball, be caught up on all the latest in college hoops. Where are the recruits going? They're talking everything college basketball. Now, Let's get back to what's going on on this show, Derek. We get a great promo by Moxley. Moxley's been crushing the promo game. I saw some people like, uh, is he going to have his breakout promo on Twitter? And I was just like, man, how many great promos do you want this dude to cut?
2: Uh, I think he's been doing phenomenal in the role of cutting promos. I, I don't know what kind of promo you're looking for. I mean, what are you looking for the, the pipe bomb kind of promo? Because... That that's a different kind of situation.
1: Well, and that's a, a once in a lifetime too type of situation when it comes to that.
2: Yeah, I mean you can't really expect someone to give that kind of promo every single night because then it's like, all right, bro, relax. You're you're not you're not the best at the promos, and then everybody will start nitpicking. It was like, ah. I, you
1: know what? Be yourself. That's what I like yeah. with Moxley. He comes in, he does his thing. He, he just cuts a serious promo, and he puts over his opponents. He makes everything work. Good on Moxley.
2: Can't ask for anything more.
1: Next, let's talk about uh, Proud and Powerful uh, taking on the best friends. Best um, friends. I don't know if they're going to call them Santana and Ortiz. I feel like they never say that tag name. Maybe I'm wrong with this, but just a weird little thing that I've been picking
2: up. I I haven't heard them say it.
1: Yeah, weird. It's been a while. Call him PMP, Call him something. But this was a solid tag match, in my opinion. This is one of the reasons why I say AEW's tag division is one of the best. Uh, These guys aren't even in the title picture right now, and we got a pretty good match out of them here. Uh, Chuck, to me, was one of the the bright lights of this match. His hot tag worked very well. Um, Him and Trent hit a nice uh, like doomsday superplex onto, uh, I believe it was Santana who caught that. Or no, maybe it was Ortiz. Ortiz, excuse me. And uh, dude, really good stuff here. Santana trying to cut off uh, Chuck from getting the tag from Trent. Trent took all the abuse in this match. And they finally get ready to set up for the Street Sweeper. Trent reverses out of it and hits a roll-up. So usually you're waiting for the second hot tag. It didn't happen. They get the roll-up. One, two, three. Ortiz loses the match. Um,
2: Very different here. Yeah. Uh, another, they, another match that didn't go down with a finisher. Yeah, yeah. They they just do a
1: simple roll-up. It's over. Santana and Ortiz look shocked afterwards. Like, how did that just happen? Because they look like they were in control. And if you were asking me, I thought they were going to win this match. Yeah, uh,
2: I mean, hey, what, what more could you ask for?
1: Yeah, uh... Let me see here. We're getting some mixed reviews here. Uh, Broken, we are not talking about Marty Jannetty right now. I can't. <laughs> it's the, tonight's not the night, man. I've had a uh, rough day in the wrestling community with like just discussing things. Uh, Six said, uh, don't think those type of pipe bomb promos don't ruffle any feathers backstage. AEW's is too young for the drama. They need to establish themselves So That's
2: what I'm saying. Like,
1: you, you can't get that kind of 100%. Promo. You
2: can't get that kind of promo in, like right now. What, two years in? Uh, see,
1: let's see. Casey said this was a decent match, and I still can't stand the Best Friends. Oops. Let the hate go, Casey. It, this was a good match. Chuck E.T.? Hey, uh, Zeus says, why did the Best Friends win this match? Uh, they didn't need it. I think they did. What's going on, Tiff? I see you in the chat, Queen of the Indies. Make sure you check out my girl Tiff on the All Elite pod and Under the Ropes. She has plenty of shows on the No Holds Bar Network. Giving her a quick shout-out. Um, you know what, though? I think this enhances... Uh, Santana and Ortiz. That's why this loss happened here. Because we know what happens afterwards. Uh, There's a lot playing into this and if I didn't mention it before, Best Friends came in with Sue's minivan. More on that later. Uh, We go backstage to MJF who is still in campaign mode. Trying to talk about his AEW championship match. He comes in. Guy's ready for the gum like last week. Puts the gum in his mouth. He says, pfft. That gum sucked. You're fired. Fire somebody instantly. Just like that. Uh, He comes in and he is talking about polls. Uh, Why is my poster not level? He pulls out a leveler and puts it against the poster says, does this look level to you? No. All right. And then uh, he yells at his campaign manager. I forgot what the young lady's name was. He told her to smile when she talks every time. Uh,
2: MJF on point this stuff works for him I don't I just think yeah. it works yeah he, he this is somebody who knows how to put himself over when he's not in the bigger picture like eventually he'll get to the bigger picture but right now he's someone who knows how to put himself over to get people to love him to hate him however you want to look at it he knows exactly what he's doing for himself to be not green but still a young prospect in wrestling
1: yeah good point here uh let's see here yaya shabazz says now that roll up worked uh turned the match into an instant uh turned the match into instant excuse me and came from out of nowhere i like it casey says mjf is fire 100 percent. this kid is going to be something to behold soon
2: oh yeah definitely
1: um foul says i'm good oh oh he's talking to uh tiff sorry for interrupting in that convo uh, Connor just put hashtag MJF 2020 uh, Got the big cup of the bubbly, huh Conrad? What's going on PR? Good to have you in here man uh, Yeah, so this is all leading up to the big matchup It's gonna be Moxley, MJF at All Out I'm hyped for it Like I said, me and Tiff have been calling this on both of our podcasts for I would say two pay-per-views back at least I said at All Out, MJF's gotta be the number one contender He hasn't lost, Moxley hasn't lost either this is going sure. Someone's going to lose But do you give it To MJF You gotta wait For the preview Prediction show For that I'm not ready To talk about that yet um, Next We get another promo Matthew Hardy Comes out With his uh, Stronger than death T-shirt uh, Matt Hardy Just talks about How when he first Came in uh, That he, he first He does the comparison Once again To his brother And private party I feel like we're Going to see that match bro. I'm. Am I crazy For thinking that I don't think so uh, I think Private Party and the Hardy Boys will rip it up. Uh I
2: think I think that would be a good match. Yeah. I think it, I think it would be. I, I mean like I, I like listen, I I like Private Party. There's just certain things like they they have the potential private party has the potential of being a great tag team you know, uh tag team duo, but they just I think
1: they just need their moments. Give him time. Private Party is great. I think that once you give him the time, it'll work out. So after he transitions from Private Party and his brother, he kind of gets into Sammy Guevara,
2: the Spanish God.
1: So Sammy comes out from underneath the ring during Matt Hardy's promo. And Matt's in the middle of talking. And Sammy's behind him. You can see him kind of pop up. And then he goes, Sammy, I knew you'd come. Turns around. These two are beefing. Uh, It turns into a brawl on the floor. Matt Hardy slams Sammy Guevara through the timekeeper's table. Sammy was taking some bumps in the uh, gray sweatpants tonight. Now, here's the crazy part. So, Matt Hardy starts to set up a table, and they're fighting each other. He knocks Sammy back near the timekeeper area. Sammy chucks a chair at Matt Hardy's head. I don't know how or what happened, but Matt Hardy is bleeding. And to me, the moment that happened, this intensified. This made this better
2: just because the blood was there. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I don't know if you felt the same way. Oh I, I did because I, I, because it, this actually makes it a quote unquote blood feud you know what I mean like the, you you broke you broke the, the feud open by spilling my blood so now I gotta spill yours. So I think this is what leads up to the match at the Hardy compound. Mm, that would be actually pretty dope.
1: I've been waiting for them to use the Hardy compound with all these cinematic matches and stuff. I'm like, bring that back.
2: Right. I mean, and, and I don't mean like right now. Um, they'll get another match and then next pay per view come along. I, I say it should be at the Hardy compound. I think you can main event it on a dynamite if you build this up right now. You have an you opportunity to. You could, but you had, like, as funny as Sammy is, you have to bring him out of that world so that um he wasn't funny tonight no 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 i'm serious no no i'm just saying like you know how you know how sammy is on a on a day-to-day basis it's like i felt like the inner circle tonight were like
1: getting pulled in their own directions kind of like uh santana and ortiz are kind of you know like showing that they're badasses sammy's becoming his own man over here jericho's doing his own thing over here like everybody is doing their thing yeah
2: and and that also adds to the speculation of are you breaking them apart mm-hmm uh, maybe just separation for a little bit let them go their own way for a little bit of time and then come back together when needed right because I saw
1: something small that indicates that the inner circles not done they're just it seems like they're all like doing their own thing right so let me finish this so Sammy's got Matt Hardy's head bleeding. Uh now it looks like Sammy's gonna do a 450, but he does an extra rotation. So it's like a 630 Centon on top of him through the table. Uh, perfectly hit. Matt Hardy goes down. Like I said, when he was getting up, I think if maybe he threw like a middle finger in there, that's what I was hoping he did. Kind of like, F you, Matt Hardy, because he said he gave me the proverbial middle finger in his promo. Right. That yeah. could have added to it, but I don't care. The blood made this a little bit more, and I'm kind of excited now for this feud to see where it goes, and I think they could do a lot with this.
2: I I, I think they'll be able to do numbers with just this match alone, because... Let's, let's just face it. There, there are a lot of people that still love Matt uh, Matt Hardy, but there are a lot of people that love Sammy Guevara. Anywho, so
0: <laughs>
1: this is perfect, and then this segues right back into what I was talking about, why I don't think the inner circle's done. So they destroy Suze Van, Santana and Ortiz. They come out with a sledgehammer and baseball bat, and they tear shit Up, I don't care if it gets demonetized. They tear shit up. They are knocking windows out. They are doing what they have to do. They spray paint on the uh, top of the van, like they did not care. They they put Sue's name and then crossed it out. Uh, Later on, we'll see like they put Inner Circle on it. They tore this thing up, and this is going to lead to a uh, a big beef between these two. I think Um, tag team match next that. Derek wanted to probably get in here. Uh, Dark Orders. John Silver and Alex Reynolds getting ready to take on Matt Cardona and Cody. I was not feeling this match too much tonight. Look, can I just say this? Like, Alright, I don't hate Zack Ryder at all, but right now when I see Zack Ryder, I feel like He's in that Dolph Ziggler kind of mode, How the way I feel about him, if you guys have been listening for a while. He's stuck in that like neutral gear, and I don't see him in a different way yet. I I feel the same way with Slater and Impact, kind of. I'm just like, ah, these guys are cool, and I want to see them do something different, but I feel like they're in the same role, and it's just a reminder of that. So what do I mean by that? Cardona gets new music. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. Uh, He's doing the exact same moves that he's always done. Right. I don't feel like there's enough different about him. Chad, help me out in all of this. Like, give me some of your thoughts on Cardona's first
2: match. Derek, what did you think? I mean, well, if you look at it, he was getting ready to do—I um, forget what he, he called—but he set he set him up basically for, to do a move that he was doing in w, you know WWE. Yeah, but, I mean, I get it. Um, you know, right now he, he he's trying to build the gimmick. Of, you know, of Matt Cardona. Oh, you know, bigger than what it was. So I'm with you on this. I don't care for the 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 new personality that he has cuz it's still reminiscent of Zack Ryder to me. And I'm not saying the guy doesn't deserve it. Like I felt like he got a
1: bad hand in 2011 when he was getting the whole he was getting over, he had his YouTube channel and everything else. I'm not saying Ryder's bad. I just don't know how I can see him differently if nothing is different.
2: Yeah, he's different when nothing really changed. The only thing that really changed was his look. Yeah. Honestly, if that's how how you really want to look at it, the only thing that changed was his look. Uh, Let's see here.
1: Casey put Z's in this. He said at least they showcased Cardona as best as possible by keeping him out of the match. Uh, He got a lot of pyro, too, for his entrance. Jesus says I can agree that Matt needs to uh, change to a different moveset. Rob says Cardona will be a heel in two weeks. That match was boring. Uh, yeah, I thought this was the weakest match of the night, in my opinion. Yeah,
2: I, I agree with that. I agree
1: with that. But on a positive note, uh, I will say John Silver and Alex Reynolds, very good tag team. I, I really think that we have to start looking at how to showcase people more. Uh, by the way, Casey, Butcher and Blade got a win over Private Party on Dark in the main event. Really good match. Um, just a random thing. I don't know if you saw it pop across the bottom of the screen tonight, but when people are like, where did they get this win from? It was a good match on dark. Now, we let's, let's go through this match really quick. So, Cody does like a slide out of the ring, and he ends up catching his ribs kind of on the ring post. Lots of ring post action tonight. Uh. Cody does that. And Silver and Reynolds just take advantage immediately, slamming him right into it, into the guardrail, into the apron. Uh, they focus on that area throughout, making him look like a smart tag team. Basically. Understandable. Yep. Cody goes for the hot tag. Uh, Cardona gets the hot tag. And he comes in. He's doing all of his stuff. The flapjacks. The, the everything that you know about him in WWE. He's hitting these moves. And like I said, not a problem, I guess, for week one to see it, but... It goes back to what I was saying about like Vicky Guerrero and some of these other people who have come in. Show me something different. Right. Don't don't do what got you to the dance. It's nice to remind people what you can do. Cool, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But show me something new. Show me why you should have been in a better p- position in any other company.
2: I agree. I agree. You you really got to put your best foot forward. You know, no pun intended. But you know, that that's that's what you got to do. You got to put your best foot forward. Uh, to get to get somewhere where you want to be. <laughs> uh <laughs>
1: I cannot read that. Uh Silver and Reynolds uh with amazing tag team sequence at the end. I like that with the kick to the face into yeah. the uh suplex, into like a stunner into the German suplex. Like it was really good stuff here tonight. It was. Um, let's see here. No Ryder and Slater need to come up in their uh company slowly. Otherwise, AEW runs the risk of turning into what Impact was. Yes, but no. Here's the here's the other thing. I'm, I might piss people off. This is my thoughts.
2: Well, listen, I th- that's that's what we're here for. You know, we're here to d- deliver a debate and give our honest opinions.
1: Yeah, but I'm going to say something that people may not like. If you're a fan of Matt Cardona, you're not going to like this. Not everybody is world title material. And when I see him, I he's one of the people that comes to my mind. He is not I, world title material. I'm right there with you. I, he's definitely mid-card, world title. He, he's the guy I want to see in the TNT. He falls into that same category that everybody complains about with Sean Spears. I think he's going to be just like that as well. He is going to just be that guy that's there. Uh, he can uh, help us send a guy to the next level because he's mm-hmm. so good and
2: I think that's where he winds up going hey you know what at at this point in time when you really think about it yes people who are his fans are definitely gonna want to see him go for the heavyweight title I don't want to see it because I don't think he's built for that he's not he's not that he doesn't have that character or to be a heavyweight champion. Agreed. Now, he hits it's, the... And it's nothing against him. No. I do like him.
1: Dude, it's not a bad thing to no. not be world champion sometimes. Like, look, not everybody can do it. Yeah. And I feel like people forget that today sometimes. Now, he goes for the Rough Rider for the victory here. He now calls it the Radio Silence. And I bring that up because Foul just said it. He says, when you've gone radio silent for so long, you better come back with a hit song to remind everyone why you're the best. Cardona looked great, but I don't think it was the best showing for him. Perfect example right there, Foul. Cardona looked good in the ring. He looked crisp. His uh, physique was great. I just didn't like the packaging of how they like put it together for him.
2: Yeah, no, that. Um,
1: Ooh, Casey's
2: offset. Casey
1: just came with a hard one. He said Matt Cardona hit his ceiling years ago. Nothing special, so they shouldn't make such a big deal about him being here. Look, everybody's bringing up great points, and yeah, uh, yeah, definitely, Shabazz. Like, I, I'm not saying you're wrong either about the slow come up. That's fine. Keep him relevant. Keep him in good graces. Uh, I'm not mad. Rob says he's only on a limited deal initially, so we'll have to wait and see what they do with him. I'm thinking he turns on Cody, uh, and his last match in AEW will be for the TNT Championship. Another funny thing. Do so build up to that, though? I don't know. It feels like Sean Spears again, though.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, remember when Sean Spears turned on Cody with the chair shot and everything? Yeah. yeah. Eh, okay. Your buddy's here now, and I'm going to turn on you. Right, yeah. Yeah. Scorpio Sky shows up after the match in the tunnel. I like this. He was in the tunnel waiting like, yeah, Cody. He just looked at it. He cut a great promo on AEW Dark once again. You need to watch it. Uh, he has the belt over his shoulder, and he just goes up to Cody, and he just he taps on it and says, "Yo, this is what I'm talking about. He cut a great promo. It's the one with him in the ring with the chair. Um, unbelievable. And I think Scorpio Sky... He could be that dude.
2: He could be. He definitely could be um if he gets the right push. He definitely could be the man. I f-
1: Look, he brought up in the promo. There's only been two people with Penn Jericho. One's John Moxley and
2: the other's him. That's true. That's very true. Um with that kind of resume, how do you deny somebody that? I'm seeing
1: people in the chat flip it. Casey says, Rob, you can't have everyone turn on Cody. Foul says, have Cody turn on Matt Cardona instead. Uh, That AEW dark promo from Sky was fire, Foul says. Great promo where he calls uh, a folding chair a throne. Mm -hmm. Hey, I thought he did a good job in this. I'm looking forward to Scorpio Sky seeing what he can do for uh, next week. Now, best friends are outside cutting a promo in front of Trent's mom's van Best they, they, are, <laughs> they are pissed bro they are super pissed off about what happened now oh on the van boy. you see inner circle written the, all the windows are popped out and uh the promo was serious but with some laughing like comedy in it and they I don't know it felt weird like you know what I mean No, I'm totally used to hearing it like that my mother-in-law was actually watching and she was like what is this they're gonna fight over a minivan (laughs) and she she's just like this is ridiculous I was dying laughing up here personally Um, I thought it was funny so Trent like says yeah you're gonna apologize to my mom on speakerphone Speakerphone. (laughs) like they they were going in during this and you don't mess up my best friend's mom's van so they, they went in I think this is a good feud between these
2: teams. I think so too because um, it it just, it just has to happen this way. You need you need to have um what am I look what am I trying to say? I, I, I guess I guess you just need to have San, uh, Santana Ortiz do what they what they were doing when they came in. I feel like they Beat people down. Yeah, I feel like they got away from that. Like you had you had that little backyard or uh, uh, backstage brawl with the, uh, with the young bucks like it was just you don't see that anymore it's more so like comedy now with them i want to see them actually you know go at it and like all right listen we were joking around and everything in the beginning but now it's time to get serious cuz we're trying you know we we're trying we're trying to make a run for the titles and we're trying to hold on to them for for a good, a good amount of time They're, they're building them up slowly
1: though like I said, To me they're doing The storytelling stuff right now With Paige and Omega And I think things will change after that's done To right. complete To uh, do more things for the singles division In a way too okay. um, it'll, it'll lead to some things So they did great here I can't be mad on the promo by Best Friends. Sammy Guevara comes out, and he's doing the picture-in-picture. Picture. Make sure you guys are using those hashtags. AEW, like I said, I think it's a genius move to put the hashtags that have giveaways during the commercial break so that way people don't turn the channel. It stopped me from doing it because I used to turn all the time when it would be the picture-in-picture.
2: Picture.
1: Yeah. Um, Sammy is out there with the cue cards, too, just talking crap, and they're getting ready to set up the great debate. <laughs> Derek, your boy... Your boy made his return to TNT after over, what was it, 20 years almost? Yeah, it's 20 years, I think. 20 years, yeah, yeah. Mr. Eric Bischoff is the special uh, master of ceremonies for this debate. I don't know what you want to call it. Because as a moderator, it did not work.
2: No, yeah. Um, As a moderator, he was definitely weak. Um, But, you know, it was definitely good to see um, Eric Bischoff back on TNT. I mean, I I don't even think it's just... I don't even think it's that. I think it's the fact that just seeing him back on live TV again, it's like, all right. You know, it's a breath of fresh air. Like, you were pissing me off at one point, but now you're back. So I'm glad that um, we got got him back. And then, does this open up the door for a different creative process? For whom... Doesn't have to be for like anybody specific. Oh, you made it sound like Bischoff. No, no,
1: no, no, no. I don't think you do that. Um, I do like Bischoff getting this role here, and here's why. I saw a lot of people complaining. Oh, you're bringing back old people. Blah blah blah.
2: Look. Do we really want to talk about who's bringing back old people?
1: No, 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 no. Th- that's a fair point to me, in my opinion, about bringing back older people. Sorry, I'm just betting very uh it's a good point bringing back older people but i think eric bischoff is the right person for this it seems like him and tony Khan kind have of kissed and made up since their little beef back and forth over uh i guess an interview that tony had or whatever where he kind of like disrespected nitro and eric mm-hmm. bischoff he thought but i guess it was pieces of it i don't know they they, they meshed things out with conrad thompson mm-hmm. i guess did a podcast together i think that using Eric Bischoff here was wise though he's a familiar face to older wrestling fans mm-hmm. they will turn mm-hmm. stop and watch this um, now the real m- major point of this debate was to build up the feud for the match next week between Chris Jericho Le Champion and Orange Cassidy aka Guy. You know, people hate that. <laughs> ah, listen, I don't care what they hate. Uh, Jericho heals it up on the microphone, basically putting Orange Cassidy in a debate for someone who doesn't speak in his role. And I thought that Orange Cassidy did a great job with the sea levels part. So Bishop picked five random questions, whatever. You know, they were written down for him. Right. And one of them were just about sea levels. I don't know who picked this, but Orange Cassidy starts spouting off all these facts and sounded like a genius. And I don't know if he practiced that or what, but he sounded like a mathematician just talking
2: circles around people. Uh, I thought he did good. I mean, you know, um, I got to say, this is the first time I actually heard Orange Cassidy talk. I've never heard him talk before, so I was very surprised that they actually had him talk. And it added more to, you know, me liking him more than I already do. So, um, I, I you know what? In short, like bypass everything else. In short, this was a good segment to me. This this was a this was a great segment because he he actually spoke and he basically laid out what he plans on doing to Chris Jericho in order to end this little feud that they're having. So I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Yeah, they, they did a really good job with the back
1: and forth here. Orange also did well on the microphone when they started talking about, like, he, he didn't answer all the questions, obviously. He was just quiet and was like, I don't care. Right, yeah. And he finally speaks on the microphone, and I thought he, he did a really good job of just speaking, like, clearly, precisely, and got to the point on everything. Right. And I think it was very well done. Orange looked into Jericho, and Jericho's like, this is the biggest match you'll ever have against someone like me. And he said, no, this is the biggest match you're going to ever have against someone like me. Correct. And he just goes in and rips Jericho a new one, basically, for it. Bischoff hands over the victory to Orange Cassidy because Jericho is Jericho, and they have beef from the Nitro days, apparently. <laughs> um, Orange Cassidy gets the win, and Jericho says that next week I'm going to beat the crap out of you. He said a different word, though, and he tells Hager, who was in his corner, to go get him. Hager goes right over, yo, Jake Hager, the
2: big hurt, yo, he put them hands on him tonight. I actually like that he showed that, like, ferociousness. Yeah, uh, you know what, it's good to see that, Um, especially uh, with him looking like an angry Republican. Yeah,
1: yeah I definitely said that. I was like he looked like that kid on like the debate team. He was just coming out like, yeah, my
0: boy right here
2: right. and you know what you know what's funny too His hair added to the outfit as well' Cause he it's it's just me or did it seem like he had way more hair. The, than the last time we saw. Him. No, I think that Hager's
1: hair just like fits perfectly with the outfit. It just matches up right. So he beats uh, Orange Cassidy. Now, the first thing I thought of when he was in the corner is Weekend at Bernie's.
2: Great, great movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you just if you're listening on the audio portion, Derek just did the. Uh, Bernie, just how he looks before he gets ready to dance. Yeah. Um, they put his hands in his pockets, and afterwards, like he held his hands up, put his hands in his pockets, and he throws uh, Orange Cassidy into a Judas Effect by Jericho. Best friends rush out. Wow, somebody actually comes out to save their friends on this show, and they leave out, and they're kind of like, yeah, we'll see you next week, talking their usual stuff. Great segment, and I actually like the fact that orange Cassidy like he got knocked
2: out of his mind like yeah. when he was down on the mat yeah um, he caught the Judas effect uh, as soon as he got knocked out you, they got they did a close up you know the reverse uh, the reverse cam instead of going zooming out like you would do for the best friends like you zoomed in just to see how he was out like they had, I like the fact that they zoomed in and was like alright yo Cassidy is out Cassidy is out added more uh more of a um, dramatic effect to it
1: yeah it makes you wonder like how is he going to come back next week i thought they did well with this much better than the stuff they were in last week with each other so i'm hyped for this match next week uh let's go into what other people are saying here conrad mathematicians don't talk about climate change it's more like ecologists look i went to school for business good sir i don't give a damn about science if it's hot don't touch it bring me my money all right that's all i care about and that's all it comes down to in the world is the almighty dollar half the time um tell him bring me my money (laughs) (laughs) uh yaya says no not bischoff please i think you guys are disrespecting eric bischoff think about this eric bischoff is the only person and i may sprinkle paul Heyman in a little bit He's the only person who took it to Vince McMahon. He had Vince McMahon wondering if he was going to close his doors at one point. He, They were crushing him at one point. So they were. I, I don't want to disrespect him. And Six said, WCW, uh, for as good as it was, failed. WWE run failed. Impact Wrestling failed. Eric Bischoff uh, only offers temporary success. Better save your money and have a plan A, B, and C. I think that. Do you think his WWE run was a fail? I mean, the last one, yes, but I don't think his run uh, in two thousand and two was a fail. I think he, I think he overstayed
2: the welcome a little bit by like oh four oh five. Yeah, um, it, it was time for him to go. But Eric Bischoff has that uh, that personality where it's like, all right, I'm here. I'm here for a short amount of time to to create chaos, set you know, set my my precedent to where I need it to be, and then I'm out. So I agree that he overstayed his welcome. He's that type of person where he needs to come in, do his thing, and be out. Right. Hop right out.
1: Uh, Rob says my my basic final sentiments on this next week. Uh, Cassidy has to win. Yes. I feel like he does too. He needs this big victory here. Unless you're going to put him in a really big match at All Out, Unless you do the rubber match because Jericho technically beat him once and you can make this look like an upset. I don't know, but I'm more excited for next week. Orange Cassie needs to win. Uh, Jericho always has a plan, and next week uh, we might get with the program. Mm. Uh, I'll give you three minutes to convince me. (laughs) Eric Bischoff's not that bad, guys. He's not, he's not. He's not. Like you said, small, short-term burst of him, not a bad thing. Yeah. Britt Baker. We go to the doctor. DMD. She's a dentist. She drills grills. Ramp. Uh <laughs> Britt Baker has picked her opponent for Big Swole tonight, and it's Reba. Or Rebel. I don't know what the hell is supposed to be her name because Britt Baker calls her Reba. And she, at first, that wasn't the name. I don't know what they're doing.
2: So, I, I, I think it's supposed to be Rebel, but she, Britt Baker is doing what she wants to do.
1: Right. <laughs> um. So, in this, Big Swell dominating the beginning. But, eventually, Rebel gets some uh, offense here. And... She gets a little too happy, knocks down Big Swole. She goes to the top rope for a moonsault. She's like, oh, oh, let me go to the second rope. Goes for it, misses the moonsault. And long story short, she ends up getting caught with Dirty Dancing. That bow took her down. One, two, three. Big Swole gets the victory. She is going to be facing Britt Baker. Uh, This is the match that we all knew was going to happen, needed to happen. Right. I'm not mad at it.
2: No. There's nothing you can do to... Take away from what this match was supposed to be and what the final outcome is. It you want you want to throw a monkey wrench into the plans instead of just having them go straight at it. You know you got to have something there. You got to have a roadblock, and Rebel was the one that you used for the roadblock. So yeah, they they did all right with this. Now I'm gonna take this
1: opportunity, I guess, to talk about some other things. Bear with me for a second, people. The uh, AEW Deadly Draw happened on Monday. They had their YouTube show. And a lot of people, I thought that it was pretty well done. Something that you can get into, watch on YouTube. Not too bad. 37 minutes, kind of in and out, whatever.
2: Be done with it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Quick To me, quick and fast watch works. Oh, yeah. So, they do that They had Vita Scott on commentary. I thought it was well done. Uh, I'm not going to give away the results if people want to go back and watch it. But I saw this uh, thing today online, and I kind of wanted to be quiet about it. And I'm not talking about the AEW Heels thing. Foul did a great job on his show earlier. If you guys want to listen to someone talk about it, listen to Foul. I'm not going to be that guy right now. But I want to talk about the overall impression of the women's division and mm-hmm. Derek, i kind of want to get your thoughts on this too i see a lot of people wanting to like push the aw women's division but we also know that's the weakest division and i'm coming at this from a, a business analytical standpoint with no disrespect to the women's division do they have great talent yes mm-hmm. they have i love sheeta i love nyla rose I think that these people are incredible in the ring. I I like Riho. I like Britt Baker, Big Swole, uh, Chris Statlander. These are tremendous talents, but a lot of them are out with injury. They're stuck across the seas. There's a pandemic going on. Get that. But a lot of people were calling for AEW. Why hasn't there been a women's match in the main event? From a business standpoint, why would you book the worst division in a main event? You wouldn't do that. That no. doesn't make sense to me. Am I crazy? Like, what do you think of this?
2: No, I I agree. Um, the the women's division in AEW is not that great. Okay, it's it's just not that great. And granted, yes, it can, it can be great, but it's. In my opinion, I feel like it's not that great because you have a lot of injuries and a lot of people aren't there. So you can't build something off of that when that something isn't there. Right. And and Casey's bringing up the argument they're not
1: going to get better by keeping them off the show. Granted, that's right. But would you rather have them get better on Dynamite when you're trying to win this this battle with NXT and you're trying to attract more people to watch? Is that really the chance that you're like, you know what, let's take a let's take a, a shot in the dark and hopefully they do well? Uh, yeah. You know, I, I mean, are they crushing it on AEW, Dark? I mean, they they must be if
2: people want to bring them up.
1: I'm saying that the matches are okay. They're just okay.
2: And, and they, that that's what you that's. That's your opinion, and my opinion is I agree. I think it's, they're just okay. You can't build. You can't build something off of, or can't. Well, not even that. You can't even give them an opportunity if they haven't shown that opportunity is right for the taking. You know what I mean? Like you, like if you put all the women's divisions together, AEW's division is going to be on the bottom.
1: I would say so. Comparison now, WWE has larger rosters. Before anyone makes that comparison, right. like you guys kept Sasha and Bailey on the shelf when you when you had uh, Charlotte and Becky running over things. Right. I get it. Now it's their time. Cool, it's something fresh, new. Not mad at it. My point is that every I saw people saying like they need to sign Tessa Blanchard. Hell to the nah, nah! I wouldn't do that. So to me, that's not the that's not the wise move. That's not where it's at at this point.
2: No, it's really not.
1: Casey brings up Penelope Ford. She started uh, weak and has consistently gotten better. She has. She She, definitely has. Right, but Casey, what's missing then in the women's
2: division? There's gotta be. Okay, so let's... Like Six coming back
1: with this point. He said that's what Dark is for, though. They need to get better, develop the
2: skills. They definitely do. My issue is when you explain this to me, and I'm trying to say this in, in the nicest way possible, they're just not good enough right now. As a division, no. As I think, I think division, there's people, no. but you
1: can't burn out on a lot of these matches either. You cannot keep doing Sheeta versus Nyla Rose or Rio versus Nyla Rose. Right, you can't. Uh, you, you got to build up some different matchups. You've, we've already seen Penelope Ford versus Sheeta. We, we're blowing through some of these matches. You've got Britt Baker coming back fighting Big Swole.
2: Right.
1: Let's be smart about this. And I have not seen a great multi-person women's match yet either. No. Um, I, I Listen, I want what's best for this division. Do I want one day to see a main event women's title match? Absolutely, yes. Absolutely. Yes. But I don't want it to be just because. No, you need to earn it. You need to deserve it. Mm-hmm. When Becky Lynch main event at WrestleMania, I'm not going to lie, she deserved it. There was no other reason. She was the top draw in the company at the time. Let her have her moment. In hindsight, should it have been Kofi? Possibly. That's the story I was more attached to, but I understood why Becky Lynch was main eventing, and I knew how important it was. And I think AEW needs to do the same thing. Invest in storylines. Make sure people follow the... Ooh, I almost said a bad word. Make sure people follow the damn rules when it's time for your matches, and honestly, put your best foot forward with the women's division. And hopefully, when you guys do the AEW heel stuff that you listen to the feedback from a lot of the women who are going to tell you what you need to do to improve that women's division. Right. Done. We're leaving it there.
2: That's it. You gotta, you just had... You got to... You got to explode, level out, re-cement or repave, and start over anew. Right now, this division is the weakest. And people who say otherwise... You're crazy. They do have women who can wrestle. But for it's, this it does not work. It's like a cake that fell. It's yes. not working. It's not working. You know, it it fell apart. That's it. That's all you can say.
1: Next week's card. Uh you're talking out of your asses on this. They have talent. They don't
2: give them the time to get better. We're not saying they don't have talent. We're saying they're just the weakest division. Division because you, how many how many times have you seen Penelope Ford miss a spot where it's obvious she knows that she missed it so now she's trying to back it up by doing something else like I said I'll save this argument for another time with Casey
1: because we can go back and forth on this for a while Um, let's get into next week's show next week we have for the TNT championship we are going to have Cody versus Scorpio Sky, hell yes Um, I think this is going to be one give them time
2: yeah. let them let them go towards the time limit right and and this is a this is another um, this is another match where you have two people who are on that level of being champions you know and you just have to let things happen things then good things will happen when there is patience shown you know
1: Next week, Chris Jericho, Le champion versus Orange Cassidy. We went through that enough. I'm looking forward to that as well. Yep. We also have, remember, FTR from last week when they signed their contract. They are having Tag Team Appreciation Night. Oh, yeah. And we are going to have Tully and Aaron Anderson in the house with the Rock and Roll Express. Good times. Good times. Let FTR shine in this. Oh, uh, boy. We got two dope tag matches, too. We've got Uno and Grayson versus the Bucks.
2: Uh, that, that one is definitely going to be a sleeper match for me.
1: And Omega and Paige versus the Jurassic Express. Can't be
2: mad. No, but I, I, I think the uh, the Young Bucks and the Dark Order tag team match is definitely going to be the match to beat. Because here you have two, two great uh, tag teams who basically know each other from right to left.
1: I wonder if in the Omega Page tag match, too, do we get more storytelling from what happened with Marco? I say it should. Maybe, perhaps. I'm just throwing it out there. This is going to be interesting next week, so I'm looking forward to the matches that they have announced at this point. Uh, Let's see here. Are talking about the main event. Casey, my point, I'm arguing this later with you. I'm not even doing this now. My point was people were saying, how come the women haven't main evented? And I just said why they didn't main event. Uh let's get back into this though. Main event time for the AEW championship. We've got John Moxley taking on number five contender Darby Allin in this one. Darby Allin comes out with the creepy John Moxley mask tonight.
2: I liked it. it, it I thought it was dope. It's still creepy.
1: <laughs> he comes out with that mask though. Um very different. I like that he puts the like time in to his title matches or a special match to do something different. Yes. Thumbs up. Definitely. Uh first move of the match that like got me, whoa, let me take a note on this. The punch to the mouth. Moxley just jabbed this dude right in the mouth, and then Moxley was bleeding, or excuse me, Allen was bleeding instantly like, yeah. from his mouth. Yeah,
2: um, that was def- definitely a, a, a great uh, transition, a great shot. My... My only thing is what is the fetish with people smacking other people, like In the face? Yeah, like I, I felt like I felt like that started what, maybe like a couple months ago <laughs> and people just start doing it. I'm like, wait a minute, what are we doing? They're trying to get them to fire up, bro. I guess, but I mean you could just
1: Nah, fire up. Slap. Um so Eventually, one of my favorite spots in the match. Now, the referee's trying to get control, so he's out there. I think it was Knox was the ref in the main event, right? He's like, hey, get back in the ring. Moxley is on the ramp, and he's out there uh, freaking fighting with Allen, and he throws him from the ramp to the ring post. Bro, the sound on that sounded terrible. That was just like... Smack right off the ring post. The, a lot of people got thrown into the post tonight. Matt Hardy, Darby <laughs> Allen. The, the ring post was people. Cody. The <laughs> ring post was not friendly to the babyfaces tonight. Um, freaking. Oh boy. Unbelievable. In this match, uh, Wardlow starts walking out. Yep. Comes out in a suit. You know. Wardlow doing Wardlow things, mm-hmm. distracts the referee, and here comes MJF with the AEW world title, and he hits John Moxley in the head. Yep. Heart stop for a second, bro, because after that, we see a coffin drop. Put him in the coffin. He goes off the top rope, boom, hits the coffin drop, one, two, kick out. Bro, I we jump for a second, like, yo, are they really about to let this happen? I I bought in. I'm not gonna lie. I bought into. <laughs> I,
2: I bought into. You know, it's this this was a good match to me. This was a good good match. Um, and then afterwards, Moxley's head,
1: blood again. Oh I don't know how he started bleeding.
2: Uh, maybe he caught the corner of uh of the belt on the forehead or something. I don't know, bro. But
1: all I know is Moxley's bleeding, and. I was like, yo, what are they going to do here? Um, So afterwards, he goes back up to the top rope. Well, if it didn't work once, maybe it'll work again. Goes for the coffin drop again. Moxley catches him. This goes back to what I was talking about with JPQ. The militant style. Where he puts him in the sleeper hold again. Same way he's defeated many others recently. He's got him in the sleeper. Is Darby going to hang in? And I like the fact that Darby said, you know what, screw this. I'm breaking his eyes. He puts (laughs) his fingers in his eyeballs with the blood dripping off of him. I like that Moxley was shaking too
2: while he was doing it. Right, right, right. Um, You know what? (sighs) Let's Let's just call it what it is. A lot happened in this match. Yes, a lot happened. But in the same token of breath, Darby Allen and Mox are at the point where they can put on a great show because they, they know how to work with each other. And when you look at how the effort is put in there, Moxley's energy is like it's, it's, on, it's on, a, on a 10. Obviously, Darby's is on a 20 because... <laughs> he's, Darby he's Darby Allen. He's Darby Allen. <laughs> yeah. So, and he's got those pants. He's got those pants. For you, Casey. For you. Because we haven't mentioned it in a long time because he hasn't been here. Those damn pants. <laughs> They're not really pants, per se. But, like but Leggings. I don't care what they are.
1: Eh, you know, I don't mind
2: him. I think it's cool part of his look. Yeah. No, but but you know what though, all jokes aside, this this was a, a great match to me. You know, I, I know I said it was good, but I, I still say it was a great. No, match.
1: I think this was match of the night.
2: Yeah, don't.
1: Moxley hits a Gotch pile driver. Shout out to Minro Suzuki, hits the Gotch style pile driver. So we think it's over there. We're like, yo, Darby like popped up. I uh, had I made this man look up Rob Van Dam eating a pile driver from Tommy Dreamer. If you have never looked it up, as soon as this video ends, just type in Rob Van Dam pile driver great sell so he goes down one two we think it's over darby kicks out i love that they made him look really tough in this match like he did not look like a punk he looked really tough um and then after he picks him up paradigm shift right on his head he just you're going up dropped him again Mm -hmm. and for a second i thought they were gonna have mox go to the second rope i know sick would have been like no not again he would have had flashbacks to, uh, what happened last time and the ghost of Darby <laughs> Allen has risen again. But he doesn't do that. He pens him this time and he gets the one, two, three. MJF is shown backstage pissed. So it looks like MJF did not want to fight Moxley.
2: No. In this. And, and you know and you know what's crazy? Oh well, um not crazy, but you know what what was different to see? I think Moxley has come to like Darby Allen because at the end of the match you, you couldn't really hear anything that he was saying but he, he pretty much held him up and it was like you could tell it was like damn I didn't want to do this to you <laughs> so
1: <laughs> that sounds so terrible I didn't want to have to kick your ass but I had to <laughs> but I had to Yeah, and Casey said blood's not uh, blood is cool, but not so much during global pandemic. I don't think any of the blood was on purpose tonight. Honestly, I (laughs) I just think that I
2: I, I think it was one of those situations where he caught the corner of a people were just
1: getting caught on the corner of their heads, bro. Just blood everywhere, and it just enhanced situations that made it intensify.
2: Yeah, I I, I think he caught a corner off the belt, and it was it was one of those situations that you couldn't do anything with it. Big facts, Um, but that is tonight's show live chat.
1: I need to know. Was it a thumbs up, thumbs down for you for tonight? Uh, I'm going thumbs up. Cool. You're going thumbs up. I figured that it it was much better than last week's yeah. in comparison to last week. I thought this show just flowed better, advanced storylines better, and I'm actually looking forward to next week's card.
2: Yeah, next week. Oh, excuse me. Next week's card um, definitely uh, looks to be on point with, with uh, all the matches. Like I, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're gonna. There's a lot of surprises that we're going to see for next week.
1: Yeah, I think that a lot of these matches are really going to deliver, and I think it's going to make for a great episode of Dynamite. And hopefully we start to see where this AEW All-Out card is going.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, we need to see what's what's going on. Um, I know we got to be patient,
1: but... we got a month still. It's uh, September 5th, so we got a month now from oh. today. So I think the card's going to start getting built very quickly. Um, Jesus de Leon left all the thumbs up right here, so he is in agreement with this one. Uh I, I feel like a lot of people seem to enjoy the show tonight. Uh broken said thumbs up for him.
2: Yeah, I, I enjoyed it from um from what I saw. And yet yet again, this is still This is still fresh, but at the same at the same time You've had maybe a handful of You know, leveled out, uh, thumbs up, but you haven't had a thumbs down. Now, knock on wood, we don't have that happen. I
1: think think there's only one show I would have possibly given a thumbs down to, and that was that Missouri show. It was
2: like the third episode of Dynamite, I think. Oh, yeah. I I think at that time, I I think they were actually like, all right, we're done with, you know... I, I think that
1: they just said that this just didn't work that night. That was like the debut, I think, of the uh, Nightmare Collective. They, they yeah. did a lot of stuff that just, what are
2: you doing? Yeah, I, I feel like they got burnt out.
1: It's like, all right. My man, the ace said thumbs up for him as well. Casey said thumbs up. Uh, I'm sure you'll you'll hear from us momentarily, Casey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this was a good show tonight. Not mad at it at all. Um, I want you guys to know, too, before I get ready to end this bad boy that i'm working on that other project trust me it's going to be multiple parts of a video because i don't think i'm gonna be able to talk about it in one singular video but uh i've got something brewing that i think you guys are really really gonna like and i don't know if i'm gonna record it live or do it in parts but uh once i finish it it'll be good Uh, I almost came back with uh, talking about Raw Underground. I thought it was something different, something cool that they tried. I'm not mad at it. Let's see where this goes. If it gives me Lashley versus Lesnar, not going to complain. Now, I want to see the match. I don't. Uh, You're a hater. I I don't like Bob. I don't like Uh Uh-oh, Jesus said, wait, question. Jesus, you got the floor, bro. Ask your question. Speak it. Talk I, I don't it. I, I don't think it was bad, though. I, I thought it was something different. Raw, underground, and that new faction kept me interested. I don't know who's throwing uh Mazel Tov cocktail bombs at things
2: yeah.
1: and having uh, stuff flicker and go in and out, but whatever. It is it is going to uh, be interesting next Monday to see how they try to unveil this. Um, PR, thank you. It is what it is. Thank you for your uh, stuff here. And Rob's got a funny story for why you're not going to say that anymore. Uh, (laughs) I got to show it to you. Uh, What are you going to do when the show is on a Thursday or a Saturday for the review?
2: Listen, we we talked about that briefly. Um,
1: We're going to have to tackle that when it happens. Yeah you'll get a review i just i can't promise when as of this moment but but you may get an nxt review on wednesday instead during yeah, that time
2: lord knows we haven't touched that one in a while
1: yeah we'll, well maybe we'll talk nxt on uh those wednesdays instead like i said you guys are gonna get content coming up we've got AEW all out we've got SummerSlam. we've got loads to talk about um We'll get back on this thing, I promise you. Definitely. <laughs> Brock Lesnar versus Chalk Lesnar. Let's go. <laughs> I can't. No comment. I don't like Biden. uh Watch Rich Swan retirement speech from last night. I saw it, Ace. I saw it with uh, oh, Rich, Eric Young. Uh,
2: Rich retired?
1: No. Oh. It's, a, it's an angle. Oh,
2: okay.
1: Uh, that's my thumbs up. Thanks, Jesus. Hey, everybody's being mean now. Thank you guys for joining Everything Pro Wrestling. Bring a friend next week as we talk AEW Dynamite. Next week, for myself, my boy D, we are out. Peace.
0: Every day, pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people, the best show that's here. So listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinions, the lesson. Yes, for the fans, uh. for the fans. uh. Not many in this can understand. uh.
1: PWX over the top shine and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only 5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.